Um, Bridget and I were supposed to start recording about three and a half minutes ago. And then a more important thing happened. Bridget didn't know that Carly Rae Jepsen wrote a, a fucking anthem bop. I don't know how I hadn't listened to it yet. I, I can't fucking believe love her. It's been out for over a week. Yeah. It came out when I was in LA. It came out two Fridays ago. And I was I like, knew it was coming out and just haven't even come back to it. I was like, Carly Rae, it's like just like between that and Thank You Next. I just made a playlist with just the two of them. And the title of the playlist is the smiling devil emoji, the purple <laughs> devil. <laughs> That's like in, this was in college though, but or yeah, whenever, or whenever Hello came out. Yes. So not college. That's I'm thinking of a different. It's post-college. Care, um, yeah. Because I was in Ireland when I was big. So you were two years out. Whenever uh-huh. Waitress, so whenever Sarah Bareilles released the like Waitress concept <gasps> album, it was literally just a playlist that had a hello and sh- she used to be mine. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Like, I love a good two song playlist. <laughs> there's really nothing like Sometimes it. like there's really only two. Between Thank You Next That and Light On by Maggie Rogers, mm, which isn't which isn't about love at all, uh-huh. is actually Kyle was like, that's not what the song's about. And I was like, no, no, no. It's for me. It's, it's written about me and how I'm feeling about mm-hmm. my life and everything. Mm-hmm. Well, even though these two are about love, they're also like for, for them, me. you know, for, for me. them, for them, for them, so for they're me. like for them. Yeah, exactly. It's like they're both so like freeing. Yes. I love reframing the narrative and in, in positive. Yeah. For me ways, Take back you know, the narrative. Take Back the narrative. Roxanne, <laughs> you don't have to sell your body. I don't know why that popped in my head. It just, something about allusions something about to the a narrative. A narrative. A narrative story. Speaking Brooke, will you sample your New Zealand accent for me? <laughs> oh, my, oh my God, the, the pressure? Yes. The pressure is on. <laughs> she just whipped this out for me last night and I could not get over it. It's because I've been watching a lot of TV shows that take place in Australia and New Zealand and I like to play with accents <laughs> and that is probably going to get cut because fair because I don't I'm going to listen back and be like oh no we'll just keep a smidgey smidge maybe a, a smooch in a smoosh a splooch just a sploosh um just a shisha all I'm going to say is hire her world you know <laughs> <laughs> I am um Available. I went on the weirdest casting. Yes. Um, yesterday, where I was told that I was too thin for the fat girl. Very weird. And I was like, I was like, you know, the breakdown. It doesn't matter. I was just like, it was the most like stereotypical, like what you imagine and horrible being an actor is, where someone's like, I walked in and they were like, oh, you're wrong. And it was then they loved you in the room. And then they were like, you're so cute. Like, but I definitely am not going to book because I'm not like what they. I'm not what they wanted. Um, but it was what I want, Brooke. Wait, I was actually, oh my God, this is insane. Something happened today where I was like, I saw like a meme or something and I was like, this is how I feel about, I was like, I'm going to say this to Bridget, but I don't remember. I know it's lost, lost into your Um, heart. Wait, also, can I show you one thing on Instagram? Of course you can. I think my phone's in the other room. I think it is. And please do. Did I already show you the Marie from the Aristocats thing? No. Oh, my God. So you know that I, like, resonate strongly with her. Yes. I, like, love her. Yes. The, like, Domi Soto of it all is, like, very my brand. Uh-huh. Darling, settle down and play me a pretty little song. I'm ready, my straw. So Holy what that is shit. is that's the Domi Soto, Domi Soto, do, Domi Sos from the Aristocats, but put to My Neck, My Back. My Neck, My Back. And Maria is just, like, strutting around. So I highly recommend going to at saint hoax and looking at that video wow this is remarkable some it's, people's minds just amaze me unbelievable oh hi bridget hi brooke hi, hi everybody. everybody welcome to splat, splat the podcast <laughs> where me brooke and me bridget talk about sex, sex and, and the, the city. city 10 years younger and 20 years later oh my god this is insane i met a new teacher at core power today <laughs> and she was like i'm sorry what's your name and i was like what's brooke she goes Brooke Wiseman and I was like yes and she goes oh you're the one with the podcast oh my god or like you have the podcast about sex in the city because Carrie friend of the pod uh-huh. told her I guess about it but like amazing it was just so funny I was I like love that I had a conversation about it for in my workplace today too yeah um including well what happened was um my friend CJ was bringing who I think we're gonna have on the podcast actually he's dope but he was bringing a new person around and he introduced me as like having a podcast because I told him I talked to him about starting his um 
And so we chatted about it a little bit. And then as they walked away, my, <laughs> my deskmate who sits in my bay with me, Lyndon, was like, yeah, you're podcast, right? And I was like, mm-hmm. He goes, splat, is it? <laughs> That's so funny. And I was like, Lyndon. I'm sure I must have mentioned it to him at some point in the past. But all he did was narrow his eyes and spin around in his chair away from me. I got well, no answers. It's so funny. Um, so my friend Madeline, who I was having dinner with last week, who wants to be on the podcast too, she was talking to me. She was asking me questions. She was like trying to figure out who my big was. And I was like, and, and I was just she like, guessed wrong. I was like, oh, oh, they wish. It's a fun game, though. It is a fun game. You like can't if, know Brooks like, Big's name because we don't, I don't know real Big's name. Right, right, right. My big will be revealed as well. <laughs> um, Fireworks, <laughs> skywriting. You'll also just like everyone who listens to the podcast at that moment will receive a phone call uh-huh. from the name. Oh, wow. A caller ID. Mm-hmm. That's how it's revealed. She looks at her phone. We love to and violate privacy. ID. I have a lot to actually to say about this episode, one of which is me calling it really intense bullshit. I'm excited. Yeah. Um, I'm very excited. It's a crazy, it's kind of a crazy episode a little bit. It is the beginning of season six. I feel like this is the beginning of the show, honestly. It, I know that's weird, but is. like, yeah. It's so, I'm it sad is. there are only 20 episodes ahead of us. I wish I didn't know... You know what I mean? Like, I just wish this era could last forever. There are just, like, there's so much that's going to happen. So I can't. How, oh. I truly cannot Samantha believe. Samantha has to fit a whole relationship. There's at least one more baby. Two marriages, at least. Like, so much shit has to happen. There is there is so much. And I don't even know. I don't even A journalist think... is going to fall out of a window at a party? <laughs> Spot, baby. Should we, um, do you have any more ha- housekeeping? Um, well, just, like, how are you? Um. I'm good. Yeah. I just maybe had like a small mental breakdown. Uh-huh. That was I fascinating that. to witness. Um, but no. then it came up on, you know, the good side. Yeah. I'm just like, I haven't given myself a day off since yeah. I've been in back from LA. And like to the point where it's like, I'm a little like, ugh. Yeah. Zero to 60. But when's I'm your next day off? Sunday. Ugh. That's a while. But actually oh, not really. No, tomorrow's Wednesday. Yeah. For some reason it like goes by quickly. And Friday I'm... Well, busy does make time fly at least. Friday I'm babysitting. So, so that's a good time. But it's... And then I'm like having a, a double feature Mama Mia night with my friend who's never seen either. Wow. That's going to be shocking to the system. I'm so excited. Especially with someone who's never seen it before. That's very fun. She like knows what happens. But I mean... I mean, I kind of knew what was going to happen, sort of, in Mamma Mia too, but it's just such a delight. I lo- I miss it. Yeah. I feel weird listening to it in the darkness because it's summer to me. Yeah, truly, it doesn't match at all. Um, this weather is, f- uh, not weather, this time thing is fucking me the fuck up. Is, it's real bad. I think it might be, like, the slow way. Like, that's, this is the bad place. This is the bad place. Oh, my God, that. That would be my bad place. Yeah. Is like it would always be daylight savings. <laughs> yeah. Or just like Finland <laughs> yeah. in the winter. <laughs> yeah. Um, how are you? I'm solid. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm just going to like uh, today I was thinking about what a weird, bad, hard year 2018 has been, which like to be fair it has. And then I was like had the conversation with myself where I was like, you know, there are a lot of reasons why this year has been good and full of growth and full of really necessary change. And like, I want to rewrite the narrative a little bit for myself because I fall into that loop. <laughs> narrative, baby. The, narrative. the buzzword of this episode is narrative. Rewrite the narrative. Nar- rewrite the narrative. No, you're right. The buzzword is narrative. narrative. And we want you to rewrite it. Rewrite it. And then we want you to And they're going to do that a little bit in here also. Send us an email. Or mm-hmm. a text mm-hmm. with what narrative you wrote. Mm-hmm. Is yeah. it a drama? Is it a comedy? Mm. Is it a crime? Is it a dramedy? Wow. Oh, I do love a crime. Just any crime. A romance. Wow. I that was I don't know why I expected you to finish that with a lisp like romance. Mm. Because that's not something you ever do or <laughs> would do. And yet <laughs> I was shocked when you didn't. Um 
to market to market <laughs> yeah weird name for an episode but i'll take it well it's like stock market we're gonna go real heavy into the stock market we love a double entendre we oh, love yes. a play on words we love making carrie's life and we love a charade we love a charade <laughs> do not forget i do not have my <laughs> never mind. i don't know uh, i don't know where that was going i either. don't know where i was going either <laughs> i just rewatched the office episode last night where my um michael was talking to David in New York and he's like like what's your secret <laughs> Michael and Michael's like you know you know David this is this is what I, I always say I live by this I, it's this is what I always say don't ever for any reason to anyone under any circumstances ever and then there's a cut and Michael's like, sometimes I just start sentences and I don't know where they're going. <laughs> he's basically like, I let them take me along the way and I figure it out by the end. Yes. And then it cuts back and he's still fucking going. Man. <laughs> uh, I accidentally am watching it again for the second time in, I don't know, three months. I, I'm literally perpetually watching The Office. I need to restart it, I think. I though I am like very happily begun my descent into Christmas movies. Oh hell yeah! I'm like, how many bad rom coms can I have? In <laughs> and Christmas three? time delivers. My friend Ariane and I have in our calendars a date for her to come over. Hell yeah! And watch the Christmas Prince too. Fuck yes! This is a fascinating episode. Let's talk about Jews. So much in depth. Too much. In a more interesting way than we have so far. When you live in a city that never sleeps, it comes as a bit of a shock when somehow you manage to, to oversleep. oversleep. Not now, a shock at all. I say, that's not true. <laughs> and Carrie does this thing. I swear to God, Sarah Jessica Parker goes, oh, oh, <laughs> like 17 times. Uh -huh. She's running. Thank God they put her in like at least like a thick, sturdy heel. Right. But she is running through the streets of Manhattan. They really love to make her run in heels. It's kind of remarkable. And she's like, oh no, and then she I got trapped. A, it's a like, dog walker and she's got leashes all over her ankles. It's and leashes all over her ankles. It looks like the beginning of um, 101 Dalmatians when they get tied up in each other. Finally, mm -hmm. she finds a cab. Her hair is she in, a, gets in it in a really great length. And they're just like in Times Square, I guess. There's just like Which a lot of Which is just like, why did you ever get in a cab? So, of course, my train of thought was two things. One, girl, this is why you got to learn to take the subway, which is about to happen. And two, um, even if she did take the subway in today's day and age, it wouldn't get her there any faster. I can't. Also going to be so much fun now that um, Amazon is coming and is going to fuck up trains. And they're coming to Long Island City, so... Greenpoint is going to be like fucked and the L's going to be out. Wait, Amazon? Mm -hmm. They picked their two like second headquarter cities, uh, Northern Virginia and Long Island City. Our tax dollars are going to be paying for Jeff Bezos helipad. I was reading that earlier. Doop, doop, doop. And taxes are going to go up in this city where they're already, I spend more money on taxes than anything else. <laughs> I love to support the community and people, but um, I don't want to do it more for Jeff Bezos. You know, my stomach hurts because of that. It's just like capitalism, you know. And then I was reading that the that Kim and Kanye paid private firefighters to keep their neighborhood safe. And I was just like, that's how this is how it goes. That's exactly what climate change will do to people. And Selfish. that's how money will. Why can't they just pay for firefighters people? to help more people than just them? Because why would they do that? You know, Um. anyway, something a little lighter. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, we come here for sweet relief, and here I go, dragging it into the mud. Like a Zippo is a little lighter. <laughs> <laughs> that gets a high five. So yeah, I like her hair at this length in this episode. Her hair is this length, but I just need to make it clear and tell you, the our loved listeners, mm -hmm. that she goes down the subway at the, I think it's the 23rd Street. She's taking the 4-5. She, no, she gets oh, on the 23rd Street. I didn't notice which it was. NQR is the one that she looks at. And then she gets off at the 4-5 at Wall Street? No yeah. way. Yes. Those do not intersect. I'm just going to. Yeah, we're just going to make sure. Just going to make sure. I only caught. I don't know why she like looks at her brooch so intensely in this moment. She goes, sir, I have to be downtown in 30, 30 minutes. minutes. It's like. Then get out of the car and walk, So she honestly. sees the 23rd Street NR. Uh-huh. And then she comes up at the 6th. I say that as if I don't five. live in New York and I don't transfer trains. Well, yeah, transfer, but still, there's no way that Carrie Bradshaw made that. Because that's also not an easy transfer. Yeah. I, I guess Union Square. Union Square. Union Square. Okay, Carrie transferred. We don't see any of it. We don't get any fun Carrie Bradshaw underground, but I'll live. She's at Wall Street because she's ringing the bell. On the stock exchange because her... What did you say? On the stock exchange? <laughs> 
on the stock. What? What did you think I said? Socket cushions. <laughs> <laughs> she's got a bag full of socks and she's ready. <laughs> Like, she walks into just like a house elves everywhere. Meat. She's gonna go free all the ho- fucking house elves on Wall Street. <laughs> That's how Wall Street is run is by house elves, and she was Hermione before Hermione was Hermione. <laughs> the sock exchange. Everyone takes wow. their like single socks from their laundry that somehow that's truly like the world's greatest. Oh, it's like mystery. a dating meetup. Oh You're like God. whoever ends up with your other sock by the end of the night as the person you go home with would love that and you have to put that sock on the door i like you're in middle school why did i think you were gonna say on the dick (laughs) (laughs) my brain is betraying me at every turn just like take a second and imagine getting fucked by a penis that had a sock on it you couldn't be it would just go in and be stuck there's just it's just a sponge of moisture there's nothing um Suck Ooh. on that sock. Sock on that dick. <laughs> Suck on that dick. Sock on that dick. Um, Carrie's doing this because her newspaper is um announcing its stock options, and she's their favorite They're columnist. Her They're hair looks public. amazing. It really does. And, and I also really like those shoes. I love the shoes. They're kind of ahead of their time. I feel like that that chunky mm-hmm. heel is back now in a yeah. different way. This made me uncomfortable. Weirdly, seeing such a big flag of America. Well, it also makes sense that that would be. Pr- displayed so prominently down there because yeah. she's like blocks from where the towers would have been the yeah. towers are, are gone i said would have been yeah meaning like yeah, yeah, yeah. oh they're probably still in like yeah like, like i'm sure there was still <laughs> where at least i know i'm free there you go <laughs> so she makes it and she rings she has to go through intense security and she is she's wearing honestly a nightgown with like a very like a curtains turned into a coat over it she's giving me like wendy darling end of Mm -hmm. act two Mm -hmm. quick change realness on the paris runway in 1640 yes um she goes she rings the bell it's cute she's very excited about it and then we have stock puns. Stock puns. Not quite as good as sock, sock puns. puns. She's so cute. She really is. She's very excited about ringing it. And it's kind of crazy. And there's a floor full of people cheering her on. And she met the ladies for lunch at the fashionable meat market. Miranda looks amazing. I mean, the She's dress wearing is this amazing. You would look amazing in this dress. It's like a zip up, like mock turtleneck, and it's like color blocked. So part of it is light it's denim. True. It's like denim and dark, dark denim. And the zippers go all the way around. Meanwhile, it. Samantha's wearing like a Boobs sarong, yeah. and Charlotte is wearing Full flowers. Bra out. Charlotte is Charlotte's wearing a, the the carpet that matches the curtains. And then Samantha's like, I love the stock market. It's all a bunch of men trying to get it up. Sweaty and yelling. And um, Miranda says she stopped investing because she doesn't like how unpredictable it is anymore. And Charlotte cutely tells her that she invested. She, well, she bought New York Star. She, she, yeah, she bought shares of Carrie's company. And Carrie was like, oh, thank you. Was it expensive? And Charlotte goes, no, you're very cheap. <laughs> So they're talking about um, how they can't smoke in bars anymore. And, yep. And Carrie is offended. What? And Smith says, what next? You can't fuck in bars. And then she makes disparaging remarks about trans people and how that used to be the only thing happening on the street down there when she moved in two years ago. Makes a joke about Oscar and, Mayer and mm-hmm. how he's the only designer that should be in the meatpacking district. Mm-hmm. But that's what's great about New York. There's always a, neighbor, a new neighborhood. Charlotte's like pro-gentrification. Mm-hmm. Surprise. Madam Wasp. And this all is leading up to, because we're making a lot of meat puns, mm-hmm. that Carrie has a date with Burger. my love and yours, mm-hmm. Jack, jack Burger. The best kind of meat there is. <laughs> a Jack Burger. That's right. Jack Cheese. Mm-hmm. Jack Burger. I wonder if literally they were like fucking in the writer's room <laughs> and they were like, what kind of cheese did you want on that burger? And they're like, Peppa Jack. <gasps> That's it. They were just like so tired. They like peppered. They like they wrote down their order instead of the character. <laughs> I think that's canon. I think that's confirmed. That's actually law. Darren Starr actually emailed me personally to tell me that story. So I forgot you guys were in such close contact. Are you go- still going over there to jacuzzi later? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. He's helping me with the crossword puzzles. Oh, nice. 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 Freaking nice. Neither of us are certain about the bit we just did. Um, she's like smelling she flowers and she's like goofy goo, goo, and gaga. excited about she's like, it. She's got Miranda, also her too. hair is perfect. Miranda? Yeah. Like they nailed color cut. 
all of it. And Charlotte starts lamenting about the Jew, the Jew of it all. How Harry, she wished Harry had Here's told a real her quote. about. Who yeah. passes up pussy for Purim? That's a Samantha quote. So she's telling them about. So then now we're at dinner with Harry and Charlotte. But finish what you're saying. Just that Charlotte is telling them how. Oh, he wished she wished that like Harry wouldn't have let it go this far. Like you need to show your like deal breakers, Mm -hmm. your bottom lines. They are called bottom lines. Yeah. um, On. And so they're at dinner and Harry orders a pork and Charlotte's like. She does a like. And and Harry's like, what's what's up? And she's like, you just ordered pork, but won't marry me because I'm Jewish. (laughs) Well, first he says, what's with that face? And she says, I didn't make a face. (laughs) And (laughs) Harry's like, I um, am conservative. I'm not kosher. And Charles like, me conservative, me noob. And he's like, my kind of conservative isn't about pearls. She's like, umph. Like, it's just like. the exact transcript. And then she stress eats bread, which I honestly like really appreciate. Uh, yeah, she throws the roll down and she is, um, tears into it. And it's hard. And she's like, well, why did you let it get this far? And he's like, I couldn't not kiss you. It's very sweet. It's very romantic. Um, yeah, she's like, why did I even kiss you? And he's like, why did you? Because I couldn't not kiss you, not sleep with you. I never thought a, a shiksa goddess, goddess like would you. fall for a putz like me. And she's like, you're not a putz. And they make a joke about how surprising that she knows what a putz is. And then he's a schmuck. And we're throwing Yiddish around. And we're all very, it's all very Jewish. She says, sure, you're not Jewish. Which, like, honestly, she looks Jewish. She does. She could be. Oh, okay. I can't watch. Oh, God, it's so bad. So then we cut to Miranda and Steve. And Miranda wipes. How would she not feel that? She wipes poop on her face. She has poop on her from doing a diaper. And then she accidentally wipes it on her forehead. And she tries to get it off. And she puts on more. And Steve sees her. And he was watching (laughs) her. And she's like, help. It's not funny. And then she's chasing him around with, like, a nappy. He looks hot. He really does. And they're doing this cutie thing together. And then what happens is... They're chasing him and Brady and Miranda and Steve's like, Brady, tell mommy not to chase daddy. And Miranda like freezes her mind. And in this moment, Uh, she like, you can see that she like, just like as this shot with ice. Yeah. And then she picks a fight and kicks him out. And then she's like, you weren't the one with shit on my face. I mean, on your face. And then she's like, I don't have time for this. I have to get up early. And she does. She picks a fight. She kicks him out. Brady gets unhappy. Um, yeah, because and she, she looks, she beautiful. does a right. Her hair is amazing. She does a really, wow. That photo of Dig Ivan, Dig, Dig Ivanberg. That's his name now. Sorry. Sorry about it. Dig live with this. <laughs> we love Dig Ivanberg. <laughs> um, Dig Ivanberg is actually going to be on the show. <laughs> love it. Look at Carrie's What boobs. is happening with our boobs? Miranda comes over, hands the baby to Carrie, who's being very cute about it. Now that he's like a little bit bigger, Carrie's being really sweet at like he also like friend. Is babe. this baby is very cute? Just like it's, is very good at like following who's speaking. It's like a tiny little elf. Okay, so Miranda comes in and is like, "I'm in love with Steve." And do you have any alcohol? And Carrie's like, it's 9 a.m., but I have an old bottle of Kahlua somewhere. And she's like, hold on there, Brady. Mama needs a cocktail. And then Miranda explains the whole thing. Last night we were in the dining room and then I, we were laughing and I looked over at him. I just like, she's like, I don't believe it. We don't belong together. And Carrie's like, what? And she's like, no, you're like, Carrie says something about something else. And Carrie's like, no, or Miranda's like, yeah. I think she says, Miranda. And Miranda says, yeah, you're right. <laughs> she's having a whole conversation without Carrie. And Carrie like, also accidentally feeds the baby a Triscuit. That's what she's trying to get her attention over. And she's like, and then she's like, Miranda, can the baby have Triscuits? And Miranda's like, no. And then keeps monologuing and Carrie turns around and wipes the Triscuit out of Brady's <laughs> mouth. But it's like, um, I so cannot be in love with Steve. She says, we don't belong together. She goes, Miranda, she goes, you're right. We do belong together. And it's oh. very sweet. And it makes me really. And I'm just like, this is gonna how I, this is going to be me. Like, yes. I just like resonate with this so much. Well, it's like how I resonated last week with them being on the like borders of a relationship very mm-hmm. much. I, yes, I feel this deeply. Also, just like. It's the clueless moment. That Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. I love Josh. Mm-hmm. Cynthia Nixon is so good. And just like the depth in her eyes in the scene, the acting and the, oh my God, she's so good. Oh. She's, she, she's, so she wa- talks herself in this whole circle of how Steve's really not the guy for her and immature. And then and she's then like, she's no, like, he is the guy for me. How can I be wrong? How could I have been wrong? And Carrie's like, just took you a while. You weren't wrong. And ask what she's going to do. And Miranda's like, I have a lot invested in this relationship. She basically is like, you know, things could go very wrong. And Carrie's like, okay, listen, you have a baby together. You love him. Like, 
there are so many ways this could go right also. This and is not a typical situation. She's like, okay, I guess I'll take him somewhere and romantic and talk to him. And Carrie's like, oh, you're going to ask Steve on a date, huh? Because she's going on about this first date she's so nervous about. We get some assless chaps, baby. Samantha lives next to an S&M bar. Mm-hmm. A gay S&M bar? Mm-hmm. Where they all like to, instead of hanging out in the bar, hang, hang out, out publicly outside. on the streets <laughs> in their leathers. And then she sees something truly upsetting. And it's like a guy uh, on a leash. But it's, oh. it's the Pottery Barn sign. Well, it scans down. Not upsetting. The Pottery Barn is upsetting. Her boobs are also amazing. Yes. And Samantha says something like a Hummer rolls by. Remember how cool Hummers were in 2002? God. Why were they ever? And she's like, ugh, another asshole with money. And he gets out of the car and, and he's, he's hot. hot. <laughs> and she's like, and it's going into eyes, her eyes, building. Eyes. And she says, hold the door. I mean, he is hot. Who is it? He is. Victor, Victor Webster. Webster. Love your Chip work. Kilkenny. Chip Kilkenny. Chip Kilkenny. And there's, why does they, why did they put a dash in between it? And his, maybe it's official. Anyway. And he's like, I'm 4F. You're right, You're right under, under me. me. And she's like, sounds promising. That's quite a car. I love a nice Hummer. Love she a, we love a double stop. entendre. We when was the last time you heard someone call a blowjob a Hummer? A sexual innuendo. Never have I ever. I think I've maybe read it once in my life. Humdinger is what I like to call them. Yeah. I like to call them hamburger helpers. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, Charlotte takes nasty advantage of Harry and literally is on top of him. Also, like, this is how I thought Charlotte it was like an old sex. man. That's not how that works. No, it's not. Those it? hips don't really work like that. They don't work like that. No, right? that's not really the angle or anything. She asks him while he's like, literally, like, I'm going to come, I'm going to come. You know, that thing that every single guy does. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, we get it. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. Are you sure the Jewish thing is not a big deal or is a big deal? And he's like, no, no, no. <laughs> and then he comes and she's like, I got it. And so they wake up the next morning. She's like, I am a happy face. This is a it's beautiful a beautiful morning. morning. The, the sun is shining. And the, Jewish and the tank is clean. <gasps> the tank is clean. <laughs> <laughs> and the Jewish thing isn't an issue. And he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa, whoa. What Jewish so thing? So basically when? we find out that. So, the- so Charlotte thinks that them having sex and her coercing that out of him is a real forever answer on this. And Harry's like, I promised my mother. And so she has a moment where she's like, controlling mother-in-law can't do that again, which I understand as a momentary hesitation. But Harry has like a very eloquent... And like true also, response. Like, mater- it's very important for Jews to. Like, it is. Keep Jews- Shout out to your dad. One of my favorite words, matrilineal, which he said he learned last week. Ju- Judaism is matrilineal, meaning it's passed on through the woman. Right. Because in old t- times, you always knew who the mom was, but you couldn't be sure who the dad was. Yeah. So for the carriage of Judaism. But we find out that the mom is also dead and she's like, it's important to me to carry on mm-hmm. this tradition because she had family in the Holocaust. And Charlotte sort of Who freezes. she like lost. And she's like, well, now I can't say anything. And he's like, why? <laughs> and he's, she's like, you mentioned the Holocaust. <laughs> Which is just like not funny. Obviously, there's. It's not, but it's so deeply Charlotte. It's so deeply Charlotte. It's also like so, so real. Like, yeah. Celie and I are one of our first interactions. <laughs> he thought I hated him because he made a Holocaust joke. And I was like, that's not funny. I don't think those jokes are funny. And he was like, fuck, I fucked it wow. up. And I like had like a little bit of an overreaction. And I'll admit that. And uh-huh. we've talked about fair it. Enough. I mean, to be fair, Holocaust jokes in general, a risky industry to get not into. A big fan. Not no, a big fan. Would not recommend. Um, But especially now like, that is trying to happen again. Uh-huh. Ha ha. Ha ha. Ha 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 ha. This is a light and airy podcast. <laughs> Conflict-free podcast, Brooke. Have you forgotten? Oh, my God. This is I a conflict-free podcast. Conflict. We do, however, have Aflac on here. And our next guest, the Aflac duck. No conflict, though. No worries. No worries. <laughs> oh, my God. Brooke is questioning every life decision she's ever made. Conflict-free. It's a conflict-free. It's a <laughs> conflict-free podcast. There it is. Uh, also a cage-free podcast. Just in case anyone. We are also concerned. a grass-fed podcast. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Thank you. Organic, local, GMO-free, nitrate-free. Mm-hmm. And our yolks are yellow, baby. <laughs> our eggs are blue. Our yolks are yellow. We are so farm fresh. Anyway. Anyway. The phone oh, rings. Boy. <laughs> so boy. Phone rings. Carrie Door has chimes. her purse and her teeth. In comes company. And is wearing, she wears a lot of weird drippy things in this A lot of bobby pinwork as well. Yes, There's a so lot of bobby, bobby pinwork. Pin um, 
So Berger calls her and he's like, so he's on the answering machine. He's like, so you're probably standing there screening. Um, and he's great. like, love it. Love, love to screen. Don't answer. Uh, don't pick up. In fact, cause I'll have a panic attack and drop the phone. Not ready for voice on voice action. So I'm jumping right in and suggesting dinner and a movie for the big date. He's so. <laughs> and he brings up a movie, Craig's Room. Everyone loves, so we want to go hate it. Um, and then he's like, here are the movie times. And then 5.15, we have seven. And if he calculated which times and which theaters would be the least crowded, which says, take charge, but Carrie is real let me this. pick the restaurant, which means flexible. I like Samantha's banana sweater. It's very cute. Um, I love casual Charlotte and Miranda. The things they choose to put them in are just so revealing. Yeah. The, her hair looks amazing. But again, a lot of bobby pin work. Mm-hmm. I feel like this, the, I feel like someone like saw, someone had like a mood board from fashion week that was like all bobby pins and they were like this for Carrie. But I love this cut on her. She's like, I really like him. And you can imagine what that does to a girl. And she looks very pointedly at Miranda. Because Miranda's like, why are you being so dramatic? And Miranda says, really? Say no more. And she like nibbles a grilled cheese. Um, and so then some, she tells us that someone else has randomly, someone someone from her past has come up to ask her out on a date. And Charlotte's which like, proves her theory. Your stock is up, mm-hmm. which is the and running Then gag. they both tell her that she's putting a lot of pressure on this burger date. Because Carrie's basically like, I want to go on a first date with this rando to get all my jitters out beforehand. A simu date or simu date. A simu date, yeah. And then... Um, then I won't be. What have they done to Samantha's hair, though? It's like, <laughs> so just weird. Very weird. I anyway. know. I almost said something. It's strange. Um, so now we're wondering. I got to thinking about the stock market and dating. Are they really that different? If you have a bad stock, you can lose your shirt. If you have a bad date, you can lose your will to live. <laughs> and if the date is good, the stakes get even higher. After weathering all the ups and downs, you could one day find yourself with nothing. So when it comes to finance and dating, I couldn't help but wonder, why why do we we keep keep investing? investing? You guys, we've never done that like that before. And now we're going to do it every time. Mm -hmm. We didn't even look at each other. It was great. So buckle up. That was like when you were in in, in school, Mm -hmm. but acting school. Uh So fake school. And you all have to stand in a a new cast or a new group of people. And you have to stand in a circle Mm -hmm. with your hands held and your eyes closed. And you have to count to like 15 Mm -hmm. And no one can repeat it. I we I, don't I think we played which that on birthday. It was it's a great game. I used to play it with my my um, kids at camp because yeah. it's like a great way to chill kids out and make them focus. Um, it's an amazing game. But I once with one of my casts in college, we got up to a hundred almost. I think we were in the seventies. It was really bonkers. I think we had one of those too. I feel like spelling bee was really good at that. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Anyway, let us relive Speaking our college of acting careers. High risk investments. So Miranda, Miranda caused written a script to call Steve and have this hard conversation or at least like ask him out on the date. Okay. I just want to say. So she gets his answering machine. Really quick. Uh-huh. Please say. Last episode when she calls him from the wedding, it's, hey, it's me, Steve. <gasps> and this and time, this time it's says- just, hey, it's me. And I missed that. It's me, Steve. That's really funny. Um, Hi, Steve. Um, I need to talk to you about something. It's very stiff. It's very sweet. Sometimes they don't do her hair, her hair or her makeup. Sometimes her makeup really does not do her favors on this. Look show. how thin her eyebrows are, too. Mm-hmm. You guys, it is not in that 2018. It is this. 2003. Um, and then she hangs up and it's so cute. And she is. She did it. You know, the most imperfect message machine ever. And so Samantha shows up machine at message. her chipped Kilkenny's. Mm-hmm. with a basket and it's like these are things from the neighborhood it's like charcuterie prosciutto it's a um, bunch of meat handcuffs and condoms. Uh, condoms and he she he's in a towel of course and he has abs of course and he's like handcuffs <laughs> and she's like oh from the bar next door he's like if Enjoy. i grab this i will drop my towel and she's like i'm, I'm no, no fool. fool which is very sexy and so then his towel comes off and his butt is nice his whole body is really nice, and honestly, his face. Is I don't think too. I've ever been around a body that nice. I don't think like I have naked, either. and I don't think no, I ever will be. No. I don't think I might be. This guy I was telling you about last night, the Irish boy. Oh yeah, from afar. Oh, mm. that would definitely be because I. This isn't really my type. I don't really know people who have bodies like this specifically. You know what I mean? I will say that towards the end of our relationship, mm-hmm. and he like started doing literally, literally push-ups. 
That's and then so all of a sudden, he was like fucking. You can actually find uh, a picture of his pecs and abs published. Uh, oh, of course you can. At Barnes and Noble. Oh my god, yes, and my favorite coffee table book. Did I tell you that's your Christmas and Hanukkah and next year's birthday present? Um, if you you can text me and I will tell you more about this. But I will never. I was like at a Barnes and Noble and I was like I saw the book and I was like, Ugh. and I started leafing through it and I literally was like. My mouth dropped because I, like, recognized the chest before I saw the caption. It's really bonkers. I texted Melissa. Mm-hmm. And I, was I remember like, when you found this. I, I, I was just like, I um, I was like, I don't know what to do. Like, I'm going to jump off. I'm, like, so filled with, like, a horrible rage. Like, I'm going to jump off. Rage. I'm going to jump off a bridge. And Melissa was like, okay, I'm sending you Amazon package of, like, weight, ankle weights. <laughs> like, she was like, oh, she's perfect like, she was like, I have nothing to say to you about that. Like, that's, that's terrible. Um, but yeah, he had abs and chests and I mean, I guess it makes sense based mm-hmm. on what has may or may not have been happening. Um, Look, I never do this, but here's a tip. And he like gives her some stock information. Allon Pharmaceuticals. It's going to split and go through the roof. Why the fuck would he do this? It doesn't make any sense. He's like, it's like basically, and like Samantha writes it down. She like knows what's up. But like. Well, the funny thing about this is like it, the payoff for this isn't. Doesn't make sense and also Ugh, her body just like doesn't follow. Their mutual fund turned to mutual funds. Later that week, I met with graphic designer Willie Applegate. So basically they have a disaster date where she's sitting there and she's being like loosey goosey because she doesn't really care. And she realizes that he is like freaking out because to him it's a first date, not a simu date. And like a, and he has a like, sty and he gets, he squeezes balsamic in it. He like sloshes the dressing on his plate. So of course it gets in his eye and then a bird attacks him and then the table falls over and it's bad. But it's not really bad But because Carrie, Carrie doesn't care. But like, I just can't believe a bird lands on him. I know. Twice. Well, they're doing this whole like, how could things get any kookier right now? <laughs> at first he's like, are you staring at my sty? I have never seen a bird land on someone ever in my life at like a... I have. No. <laughs> yep. But I also have fourth grade Girl Scout camp. We were out in the woods like doing something with uh, whoever our instructor was. And she had one of those little like portable whiteboards. Mm-hmm. And as we were sitting there, we'd all gotten white sugar cookies. And I was wearing a beanie that was brown and had a white knit circle in the top of it. So I think a bird was like, mm, I've been eating these crumblets. There's another one. So a bird comes, lands on my head very briefly. And this instructor who's sitting next to me sees it and her fucking gut instinct is to take the whiteboard and smack it off my head. But she misses and just whacks me in the face. And it all happened so fast. I mean, I was like aware of the bird on my head and then I got smacked in the face with a whiteboard. (laughs) That's the craziest story I've ever heard. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I live to blow your mind every day. You really do blow my mind every day. Oh my God, stop it. Yeah, no, I just, like, continue to be surprised by you. Stop. Oh, God, I can't wait for the rest of this marriage. <laughs> We're so happy together. Um, and Carrie's like, now I'm twice as nervous about the real day because caring too much is a disaster magnet, and that was awful, and that poor guy, and she's like, can I catch a sty from him, helping him up from the gravel? Because he fell at the end of the yeah. date. And then Charlotte, Where out of nowhere, they? is like, Eli's. Eli's, yep. <laughs> a sign popped into screen. Exactly. She did that. She's basically like, I was reading a book about Elizabeth Taylor, about her jewelry, and about how she converted for the love of her life. And she changed religions for her love. And she's like, and a big old honking piece of jewelry. Jewelry. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And then Carrie's like, literally. Carrie's like, I remember Yoinka, Yoinka, Yoinka. Yoinka. I think about it sometimes. It pops in my head. Um, and then Carrie's, I mean, Charlotte goes, there's more to Jewish or there's more to being Jewish than Jewish. Oh, so she walks over to the kosher section. This is just insane. It's it, so like, goofy. it's like the music sounds like it's straight out of Fiddler on the Roof. It does. And she looks like gefilte fish. And it's basically like your whole decision to become Jewish comes down to whether or not you want to eat this jarred gefilte fish. Gefilte fish is gross. It is gross. Unless it's homemade, in which case it's delightful. Right. But I will say, like I'm going to throw you jar. under the bus. Sorry about it, babe. Do it. But you know who eats, um jarred gefilte fish <gasps> all year round <laughs> she would be she'll be so bad <laughs> well it's the most shocking thing i could think of so that should be a compliment alex my brother i came home like after living with him for like four or five stuff? months oh my God. i opened the fridge i was like what the fuck <laughs> is this doing in our fridge and he was just like i ate it as a snack i was like 
that is vile. Wow. Like I do some gross shit. I eat some weird snacks. Same, same, I eat hard, hearts of palm out of And I love some pickled stuff and I love weird, all of that, but damn. And I like level. crave chopped liver sometimes. We literally had liver pate last night. It's so good. It was really good. Anyway. Um, so, anyway. So then later she is talking she talks to about it with Harry. Harry. And she's looking at her and she's like, don't get too excited. We're just trading information here. Like and how long have they been dating? I know. He's like, okay, from a not excited place, I ask, is this something we might consider? She says, I'm just trying to understand what's, what's so special about-, about being a Jew. Ugh, so much. And he's like, I feel like I'm on a game show. She says, I mean, if you're going to, if this is your bottom line, then I need a reason aside from your mother that I can relate to. So Harry talks about. How he wants to raise his kids Jewish. Mm. He's like, we're just trading information here. Because they're going to get married. He's like, I also want- trading, trading information. They Very really good. hammer this. Because I want our, I would want to ra- raise our kids Jewish. And Charlotte is sort of like, I have to tell you, I don't know if I can give you children. She's basically like, I, you know, I have, I well, I have to tell you something. Which also, like, look at them having this really honest conversation. Honestly, she says, um, well, how does she phrase it? Reproductive I may not difficulties. Be able to give you I think, children. yeah. And he's like, okay, so maybe we'll adopt. She says, I'm challenged in the reproductive area. Yeah. And she's like, he says it's not hopeless, but it's, she says it's not hopeless, but it's difficult. He's very, he's sweet about it, but I think I know where you're potentially going with this. They wouldn't she's like, be they yours. Wouldn't be and he, and he's like, fine. He says. It's okay. Or he's like, what? and so what? You know? So, so what? If that is true, mm-hmm. and they're going to adopt kids mm-hmm. and raise them Jewish, mm-hmm. Charlotte doesn't have to convert. I, yep, that's my exact I was like, this process. debunks the whole it thing. It does. It absolutely because does. Because that would, like... She's, like, bowled over by his compassion, whatever. I mean, the idea, I guess, is that they're still going to try and have kids of their own. Yes, yes, So she'd yes. have to be converted beforehand, but right. still. But it's just, like... It doesn't make any sense, because the kids would have to convert, ostensibly. Ki- well, yeah, well... N- no, like they could if just they were, be when they if they've been if they were raised Jewish, like right, right, right. They'd get little least. They'd get yeah. little least. It was just like right. They'd just be. Raised I Jewish. just feel like having like those right because yeah, they those kids like it's would a never good conversation. I know that it's sweet, but like those kids are Jewish not anyway. So yeah, right. And if that's your whole deal, then just raise whatever kids they're going to be Jewish. It's just very interesting. Yeah, I think it's sh- it's sloppy writing more than anything because that what they want is for if is for Charlotte to be bowled over by his like compassion which and sweetness, which sweet. she is, and, and, and it is. is. It's just like write better, you know. Okay, so now Samantha's like slapping Chip Kilkenny. She looks truly unbelievable. She does. She's having like violent, not violent. She's having very robust sex, and the super like comes in, and she's like flirts with him. She's as like, she's hi, one. And then it's cops, FBI, get dressed. You're under arrest for insider trading. Here's what doesn't make any fucking sense. Every time he gets head, he tells a secret about the stock market. Oh, so that's... But he says to her, look, I don't normally do this. But here's my thing. But that's his thing. Here's my thing. Two people are involved in insider trading, and they're both in this room, and he neither says anything about it, nor does that get addressed, nor do the cops have any interest in that. It's just like, I mean, that's like the receiving of that information and acting on it is just as bad. Maybe she hadn't acted on it. Maybe. Maybe. Like, that's what Martha Stewart's spent yeah. harrowing months in jail for right so she looks beautiful Miranda. Miranda at dinner and Steve's like do you have a date later and she's like no it's just a dress and he's being they're cute. at like a nice restaurant yeah. she he's does like, look it's dark beautiful. I can barely read my my menu um and she's like um Steve and he knows she's gonna say something serious she's like I I asked you here because I wanted to explain why I blew up at you yesterday or last week. And he's like, it's okay. I understand. I know why you picked the fight with you me. You hate me. <laughs> he's like, I've been too involved. You didn't want me to be this involved. And it's okay. And it's okay. I'm dating someone. I started seeing someone. It's going really well. Don't worry. I'm, I'm not, not in, in love, love with, with you me. anymore. Heartbreak. <sighs> and Miranda's At least he has the balls face. to tell her that he's um, seeing someone. <laughs> he really thinks he's doing the right thing. And that that's what she wants. And her face is just, she kind of like, she just like doesn't say anything and just sinks down and looks into her menu. Brooke is losing her mind. It's, it. it's just shocking. Look and I feel it. so bad for her. I, I do too. Heartbreaking. And Carrie um, is sitting with her in the park the next day next to the same um, like train area. And she is like, Miranda's like, everything we talked about with regard to Steve, don't think about it. Never mention it to me again. Don't even look at me like you're thinking about it, which you're doing right now. <laughs> Um, and Carrie's like, okay, listen, I will play along, but I have to say this first. 
maybe if you had told Steve anyway, he would have. And Miranda's like, can't even let herself think I about love it. You. She goes, Carrie, I swear to God, I love you, but I will have to kill you. And Brady's like <laughs> fucking colic at like <laughs> oh, oh, seven, eight, <laughs> eight months. Yeah. She's like, this is your life. You two have a baby together and it's not high school. And, and then, then Miranda sees Burger come out of the subway. Because of course he does. And Carrie's like, this isn't my perfect date outfit. First of all, she's wearing a weird headband, weird, bobby although it looks pins. cute, weird bobby pins, like a bubble dress over pants, yeah. wide-legged pants, a, a bubble dress over pants, is, but I remember sweater that were really popular when I was in middle school. And she truly and just like by Miranda and runs. She just runs. Away. And then... She runs down the street and she gets away from him and she looks up and who does she see, folks? There he was. In a denim tuxedo. My emotional equivalent of the big crash of 29, Aiden Shaw. Oh, that double glance is really well done. And she smiles. And he, he smiles, smiles. And he and turns, he turns around. And he's wearing a baby. He has a papoose. <laughs> and he's wearing a Canadian tuxedo because, of course. They both have very genuine smiles. And Carrie's a little taken aback, but smiley. And she's like, hey. And he kisses her cheek. And, and gives her a big hug. She's like, look at you. He's like, I had a baby. <laughs> and she's like, is this him? And he goes, yeah, this isn't a stunt baby. But her response is, I have a date. And he's right. like, okay. Uh. Um, his name is, and she's like, it's very sweet. He's very sweet. It's cute. Honestly, it's as good as you could probably hope this would be. And clearly things are radically different in Aiden's life. So he's like, it's the man I call Tate. him Tater because he kind of looks like I call one. him Tater because he kind of <laughs> looks like one. It's like, who are you? I hate you. You're the worst. He is the denim You're cowboy. You're a cartoon character. <laughs> love a potato. Don't love this. Ride horses by day. Make furniture by night. Have babies he's on the side. <laughs> And he's like, all right, don't laugh. Listen, I married another furniture designer. And then he's like, she's inside. Do you want to meet her? Which is a weird thing. Carrie's like, uh, nah, fam, I'm good. <laughs> she's like, honestly, I, I'm late. I got somewhere to go. I have to run. And he does this thing where he's like, it was really good to catch up. Like, let's get coffee sometime. And she agrees. And you're like, ah, I've had that interaction 7,000 times. I had that interaction on the phone with someone tonight where you both know it's not going to happen, but it's the thing to say anyway. Um, it's sweet though. It's a nice, it is, it is nice. And also I think it's probably good for Carrie that she can stop telling herself the narrative that she like ruined his life, you yeah. know, rewrite the narrative, rewrite that narrative. This narrative is not you the narrative. You white out wanted. that old bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You redact that narrative. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 You shred the old narrative mm-hmm. and you produce a new narrative and then you photocopy it and From send it into your own flyers fingers. in the top of your high school. It, that's exactly what I was going to say. A la Mean Girls or no, a la, um. 10 things I hate about you when she goes to the top of the spiral staircase and throws them down. I love that scene. So she turns the corner and she's at the AMC Lincoln Center Theater. She is. And she sees that Craig's room is playing. And so she, because she knows. This is the movie theater on 67th Street. Just to be clear. So she has Berger's cell phone number memorized. Also, she has a cell phone. Right. But she's not using it and it's not with her. She hates it, right? So I guess we assume she doesn't use it unless she has to. But she has Berger's cell phone number memorized because she dials it from a payphone, which she uses a quarter in. And she's like, hey, I just happened to be at Lincoln Center and Craig's room is starts, starts in, in a half, half hour. hour. Can no you lines. go now? And he's like, oh, I'm in the area. How weird. Which is great because like seeing Aiden was like, if that is, if that can go as well as that went, like yeah. I can see Burger in my not perfect outfit. Yeah. That's her summary is basically like that was a fucking crane, crane rash. A crane rash. A crane rash. Mm-hmm. And um, that old crane rash, they both survived mm-hmm. it. I get crane rash. I got to put an ointment <laughs> on my crane rash. I get stork rash. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, I was going for a construction item, uh-huh. and you were in for a bird. I know, and I that says a it. lot about it us. It does. It does. I don't know what it is, but it says something. Burger Caesar and is like, "Ugh, I'm not wearing my cute date outfit. Why does he have a full-on duffel bag?" Is something I like. To does know. he really? Oh, I yeah. thought it was like his book bag, his like messenger bag. Maybe it is, but right. it looks like a fucking duffel. And then we scan up, and the other movie on the marquee is Bunch of Love. So stupid. An intern did that. Um, yeah, so I love this idea though that she re- seeing seeing Aiden with some perspective and time, which is always the thing that you like. It's a thing about any difficult situation like that that you can't force. Time heals everything, <laughs> but loving Sometime, you. But that's, loving you. That's actually the end of that song. I remember someone after a breakup once, someone was like, you know, you know that song from Mac and Mabel. Time heals everything. I was like, yes, thank you for playing into my like intense love and musical theater. But do you know the rest of that song? <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, it's a phrase outside of the song, you know. <laughs> oh, gorgeous. God, you're gorgeous. 
<laughs> Carrie's basically just like, if we could survive that, I can go on a fucking date. There's mm-hmm. nothing I can't get back up from, you know, in, on a she first date. She gets knocked down and she and gets, she gets, gets up, up again. again. You ain't never going to keep her down. I get knocked down. I believe. <laughs> <laughs> Those feel similar to me. I feel like that was the same area. Yeah, tub thumping in. Yeah. Tub thumper. Yeah, well, you know what they say. The Chumbawamba, baby. The years start coming. They don't stop coming. They don't stop coming and 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 I say again, gorgeous. You guys, we're feeling kooky. A little kooks. That was the first episode of season six. We didn't even talk about that. I mean, everyone knows it, but here we are. beginning of the end. 601, 19 left after this. We're going to, I think, pick back up with some guests in the next four. 601. <laughs> anyway, um, ploppability. I would say pretty ploppable. I would agree. Um, pretty much all of it again, except the payphone and the payphone. Like, it's just like how things would be a little different with the cell phone or text. Mm-hmm. But the rest of it, yeah, I think holds up. I think. I mean, Samantha's is just nonsense, but I hope it's like next episode that we get some traction there. Um, who did you relate to, Brookie? Um, Miranda, actually. Yeah. Do you want to elaborate? You just want to leave it at that? It actually is. Oh, fuck yeah. I'm so excited. <laughs> Thank God it's about time. Brooke just, just took a peek see for herself at the next episode, and I will be I rewarded. I think it is. I think it is. Um, I think Miranda. I think just, like, I went through a period of time where I, like, literally with every no 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 put your arms back in (laughs) i was just about to take a photo of you as a northwestern billboard right now (laughs) oh god (laughs) anyway continue what you're saying miranda Mm -hmm. i feel like in both both of my significant people that i've loved in my life i had moments with both of them where i was like i don't like this person there's no way that I love this huh. person. Like, this isn't mm-hmm. what I, that is. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, my uh, God, that's uh, what this is. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just like, and, and just like that that let down and that disappointment when things don't go your way. And like, you're like excited and you think that it's all going to be what you think it is. And then it never is. Especially when you work up the courage to like take a step yourself. And like, you can like, tell that there's just like, that he loves her too. Like, does. God, you know, so and sad. she just like self sabotages. And I just like, I, I feel that impulse and mm. I just love her. And I, I know when she's talking to Carrie, she's explaining it. She's like, well, so I realized I loved him and then I picked a huge fight. <laughs> yeah. She's just like, so the, her spiraling is self-aware, which is like, I think, Yes. If you give Carrie self-awareness, that's where, like, I come in. Mm-hmm. Me, Brooke. Um, I think that's partially part of what makes Miranda easier to relate to, like, now. Now. Is, or at least in just oh in my terms God. of, like, TV characters. Oh, my God. Wait. Yes? I don't know when the episode is, but the he's not just that in, he's just not that into you episode. I hope that that's next week, too. It's so funny. Oh, I can't wait. That's what Brendan Scannell was for um, Halloween. Oh, From yes. this specific yes. episode. Um, but... You, yeah. Weirdly, Charlotte. I was gonna say Charlotte. Yeah, I. This is like this is something that I talked and contemplated like really seriously. First of all, if you haven't picked up on this, I fucking love Judaism. I like in middle and high school, I had you know friends who were Jewish, and it, the it, Portland had kind of a, a weirdly like, like it wasn't a big Jewish population, but it was pretty prevalent mm-hmm. in terms of like, like if you knew a Jewish person you could like tap into the whole thing there were all these like youth dances and like which I think is is not unusual it's just Portland is a very way homogenous place so yeah anything slightly off of that is like Portland's are but I didn't really know much about it actually as like a religion religion until um in college when I was very attached to a couple of Jewish student groups and like not Jewish not a problem not a problem um and learned a lot about I I think uh, from an outside perspective, if I – and I felt this long before it was a conversation in my relationship. If I would ever, con- like, be a religion in a dedicated way, I would want to convert to Judaism anyway. I love the way that it allows for questioning explicitly within the doctrine. I love many of the principles of it. I love the community that comes with it, the, like, cultural aspects as much as the yeah. religious aspects. Good vibes. So when I was – um, in a serious relationship, um, and talking about that being a like long-term serious relationship, um, it was for this exact reason. 
that if there were be, would be both for me, but also if there would be kids in the picture, especially with an extended Jewish family, I would want to allow them every opportunity to like participate. Yeah, and no, it's like it. it it's crazy. It is. It is. I don't know that there's anything else in my life that I would have like thought about in that way or yeah. like, but, um, I mean, obviously I, I hope I didn't go about it in the Charlotte way of like, I didn't, I just mean Charlotte's Charlotte, you know, yeah. but like I related pretty hard to her in, yeah. in this in some ways. Totally. Cause it is, it's a great example of a bottom line, not mm-hmm. a deal breaker necessarily, but like a bottom line of yeah. just like sometimes there are, even if you love Zimon a lot, some fundamental things that might not work. And yeah. I love that for Charlotte, it seems like it probably will, but yeah, but also Miranda, yeah. I feel you very much on that yeah. and very much on the like denial about how you feel. <laughs> um, Delty's ups. Delta's up, Delta's downs. Um, my Delta up. Oh, I had it, and I don't remember what it was. Hmm. We'll come back to you. Maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. My Delta down is like the weather. Yeah. And the MTA. Yes. You guys, God. the subway has been driving me abs- absolutely insane. Like I just feel crazy. I get so upset. Just like truly just like so, 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 so upset. Well, it's just outrageous, honestly. And and then it, it lowers my tolerance every time something happens, which is daily. So then eventually you're yeah. just at the baseline of like you, you halt on the tracks. And even if it's going to be 30 seconds, you don't know that. And my instant response is like, fuck this shit. Every time. Um, and also my delta, my other delta is my, my apathy. Yeah. I'm like, it's like I know that it's a good thing, but I'm like apathetic about some stuff that I'm just mm. like. Like Brooke, this is it's like the are your is your wiring changing? And I'm like You're growing. I'm growing, but I'm also like walling up. Mm-hmm. Um and then my delta up would be that just like some things that I've talked about like coming to fruition or like starting to come to fruition. Yeah. Like I just and I feel like I'm I'm like doing work. Like I'm like that Ari sent me that thing, mm-hmm. which I've been like, okay, this will be my roommate Ari, who you have all heard on this pod. Um, and Brooke filmed a really cute scene that he wrote for her reel, and I got to watch him edit it, which was a fascinating because he's like, he's like, oh, it's really simple and boring to watch. And I was watching him, and I was like, dude, you're very good at this, and I couldn't, I would literally not know where to start with the software. But also just being able to watch multiple takes from all angles of Brooke and Ari, and my two like favorite people in the world, just like go at this scene was so fun. Oh my god, that's crazy. <laughs> Um, what about you? Um, uh, great question. I love it. This is a new one for me. My Delta down. The question. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, my Delta down is, um, as, as these things happen, um, some of the things that have been in like absolute chaos for me for months on end have solidified and have like in areas of my life I was not expecting or looking at like new sinkholes have opened up which are like deep and connected to you know long-standing parts of my life that um I didn't want to deal with right now (laughs) but sometimes you don't gotta say in that so um you know, just a, this, that's that, that, how things go, you know, as it goes. Mm. Um, my, and also just the, well, we will talk about the sunset every day. I t- was teaching class podcast. on Saturday and I was like, well, <laughs> it's four o'clock. Um, I guess we're all going to have the sundown go to gown. Like, I guess the sun's going to be down by the time this mm-hmm. class ends. Can't so, wait like, to emerge into pitch blackness. I was like, what? Like I used to be able to, I used to just do that class with no lights on and now I have to turn lights on. Ugh, depressing. So different. My up, my uppers, my upper of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, For the past two weeks, well, we're now halfway through this one. So for the past week and a half, I have not bought myself breakfast or lunch, mm. which is something I've been doing every day for a while. Um, And I'm really proud of myself for that. And I'm proud of you too. And it's kind of coincided with, I really, it's unfortunate I don't do things unless I inherently 100%, 85% want to do them, you know, like, and there's no, and this week for the first time or a week ago, I started setting limits for myself on things I've been telling myself I would set limits on for, for a while and like some new habits with money and other stuff where I'm just able to stick to it. I'm really good at playing games with myself. And so like for some Me reason too. the game chunked in and it's like working and I like it. Um, I hope it's sustainable, but it's I also just feels really say satisfying. that I know what you're talking about, but I will ask you about it um, mm-hmm. 
after we cut. Yeah. Um, before we do social media, mm-hmm. should we talk about SheCast? Oh, we absolutely should. Um, so we have a sweet friend from college, Lily, who lives in Chicago and is amazing. And uh, one of the amazing things she's doing right now is she's working with a podcast out of Chicago. Called SheCast. And it's an intersectional feminist podcast made for young people. And by, by young, young people. people which I, is super cool. I've listened to an episode or two and it's really, it's pretty like... I don't know. I, I feel very checked in listening to it and it's very refreshing in that way. Like if you spend time around kids and yeah. you get that feeling, you know, of just like refresh and like mm-hmm. joy that their little brains and big brains and all of it are working so hard. This is, it's like really like by young people and to hear their perspectives is cool. And I also, and they're talking about like really important and cool issues. Mm-hmm. And I think um, if you know, like young people, teenagers, middle schoolers who'd be interested in this, um, I think it would be, I wish I had a middle schooler in my life to share this with. And I wish I'd had it when I was in middle school. Yeah. So you can reach out to, you can find them at um, www.shecrew.org. And here's going to be a little spot by them. Hey guys, listen to SheCast. Because we are cool like you. Shout out to 1997 Leonardo DiCaprio. What? The Titanic version. The Titanic (laughs) version. Because we are woke like you. Get out of these stereotypes that you've been so engraved in your mind. Stay woke, stay learning. We're your age, or maybe not. People are various ages. I am a 16-year-old Oh my God. Yes. You're older than me? SheCast. Young Voices Matter. Yeah. So take a listen and pass it on if you can. Um, SheCast is the podcast. She Crew is the organization. They're both dope and deserve your support. Yeah. And uh, shout out to them. Um, and Bridget. Yes. How can I find you on social media? You can find me on Twitter at Mrs. Burr Macklin. You can find me on Instagram at BridgetM37. Stay tuned for a post taken by my wife, Brooke Wiseman, coming Yeah, I was soon. waiting for it. Um, and <coughs> um, that's it, you know. What about you? Um, you can find me on Twitter at Brooke underscore Wiseman. And you can find me on Instagram at Brooke Wiseman no underscore. Yeah. That's and uh, collectively we are at Splat Podcast. On Twitter, on Instagram, at gmail.com. And Please on Facebook. rate, review, subscribe. Rate, Please review, subscribe. Share us with your friends. Um, go listen to Party for One by Carly Rae Jepsen. Please do. If you have any desires for season six of anything. And if you want to like, be on the podcast, let us know. Let us know. Yeah, we want you. We have a couple of good, great guests coming this season but we also you know this is the chance so bing bang boom let's do this yeah, come hang out with us in a room and talk about sex in the city we're on brooks bud we're snuggling brooke is fully inside of a shirt <laughs> her whole body it's amazing love you guys bye head over to hulu this march where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long catch the award-winning movie poor things starring emma stone mark ruffalo and willem dafoe Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.